origin of these broadcasts is unknown. What you are listening to is the recordings of intercepted transmissions. Navy SEAL signals, you're doing army signals. I I don't understand. You think I know army signals? <laughs> so, on this week's episode of the official conspiracy burrito, we have our live audience. Hey. <laughs> Chris Vickers and Cody Palmer. Y'all aren't gonna Welcome. cheer or nothing. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll have two more mics eventually. Yeah, ooh, that'd be cool. One more, because Chris does not need a microphone. <laughs> Chris does not need a microphone. We can have, like, uh, like Saturday Night Unfiltered with Chris Vickers. Ooh, like bonus episodes? Yeah. We can't be doing that, because then he's going to end up getting his own podcast. He's too, he's too busy for his own. Okay, but true. He'll be a good co-host. I mean, like, no, not <laughs> like <replaced>? that. I mean, <laughs> What's happening? I mean, you're like, gonna replace me? You'll be a good special guest, like a regular special guest. You know? Well, you definitely said co-host. No, that's not what I meant. The backpedaling, the backpedaling. So, I had to actually had to change it on Instagram because in my bio I put host up, and I was like, wait a second, I'm not the. I put co-host. Oh yeah, yeah. did I is mine host? I don't know. I don't. It should be co-host. Don't bother me, but <gasps> whose phone? Silence it. Damn, making <laughs> us. Making it sound like a rookie podcast. Right. We work hard on our audio quality. It's okay. They probably won't hear it because Ryan drowns out the background noise when he edits. Oh, my sick editing skills. Yeah, it's pretty good. If y'all listen to any of our episodes where they were extremely quiet. They're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to work out the intro, like our intros, like quieter than. Yeah, but at least you all can hear the content because there was one episode was yeah. it Hopkinsville? The one I had to re-upload? Yeah, yeah. I think it was Hopkinsville. I listened to it, and I was like, hold the phone. Yeah. I think I put it on our Instagram story. I was like, y'all, hang tight. Ryan's fixing oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I felt bad, and I was like, fuck. I had somebody respond to that story. Oh, really? Yeah, they said, uh, why do you sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? And he said, where are you from? I said, Kentucky. He said, y'all all talk like that? Oh, they're talking about the accent? Oh, shit. I said, yeah. And he said, oh, I'm from Europe. We don't talk like that. I thought he was making fun of our audio quality. not No, the, he like, was making fun of my, my, my voice. And then he started talking about KFC. Damn. And he was like, oh, we have KFC over here. And I was like, you can keep it. We don't want it that bad. We got all kinds of good chicken did, spots. Did he know where Kentucky was? I guess. You should have just said like... Yeah. <laughs> he knew what Kentucky Fried Chicken was. <laughs> we got KFC and uh, Cousin Fuckers over here. You know how we get... <laughs> I mean, that's what I... You know, when people ask me where I'm from, it's like... <laughs> that's what Californians think of Kentucky. Yeah. If any of you all wanted to know. Literally, probably every single person on here besides Terry, your stepmom, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. is from Kentucky. Yeah. And they're all like, wow, <clears throat> unsubscribe. I'm sure there's still a lot of people that don't even know where Kentucky is. Really? Yeah. Like all like people on the West Coast, like they're all like super. Well, techie, I know we have the Derby. Blah blah. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's probably the only thing that could. Kid Rock comes to the Derby. With White Castles. It's badass. <clears throat> so how was your week? Hect hectic. Hectic? Yeah. I, f I feel like I've been running on, I don't know, 
crack and coffee. Well, know. you crack. <laughs> what is happening? I mean, I need some. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, talk about crack. I had your kids yesterday. Oh yeah. And they. Oh know. my god. <laughs> And your wife always says, Bailey, when are you going to give me a niece and nephew or niece or nephew? And I'm like, and then two days later, she gives me her kids to babysit. And I'm like, what do you want from me? Yeah. What do you want? One thing or the other? Because when you give me your kids, you know, I want to give them back and not see them for another two months. They're definitely enough. Like, uh, And then you know know what they said to me? I said, why are you being so bad? They said, oh, dad gave us chocolate before we came over here. No, no, (laughs) no, no. They said it was in their advent calendar. Oh, that was definitely in Destiny then. That wasn't me. They said Dad gave it to him. Yeah, they they stick <laughs> up for Destiny all the time, and I always get kicked, you know, in the nuts pretty much, and I hate it. It's like the whole house is against me over there. There's only four of y'all. Yeah, three against one. Knox is on his mom's side. Because he's a mama's boy. And yeah, so that all that going on, and then we just bought a house. You know, I wanted to say something, but then I didn't want to say something because this episode literally comes out tomorrow. That's how last minute we are right now. And I was like, my luck, I'm going to say something, and Ryan's going to make signs like saying he's going to kill me because <laughs> I wasn't supposed to talk about it. Dustin's going to be pissed. No, I mean I don't care. We're catching up from the holidays anyway. So yeah, his family was in town last week, so we didn't record last week. So we're doubling up this week. Who won that uh, cornhole tournament, by the way? Me. What cornhole The one we had for Thanksgiving. Me. I believe it was me. My and partner quit. Me and Cody? My partner quit. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> you stole my partner. I did not steal your partner. It doesn't It doesn't really count. I just rearranged the teams to yeah. my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That was, that was a good, fun holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, yeah. If Even you, though I don't believe in Thanksgiving, but I like to eat. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, our listeners. Yeah. How many do, how, where are we at now? But Like subscribers. Well, I don't know. I think uh, 49 last time I checked. We have 49 subscribers. You just got another one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm counting our Facebook followers as subscribers. Shout out! Shout out to good old Stephen Deets. Who's in Montana? For getting giving us the sub. You have a friend in Montana? Yeah, Jenna. Jenna. Yeah, we were in the Navy. Shout out Jenna for giving us the sub. Shout out Cameron for giving us the sub. Damn. How many episodes are we in and they're just now doing that? I know. Our, our, you know the people that tell us to our faces that they'll support us through everything. They don't even be subscribed to us. Fucking liars. Well, since we're doing uh, shout outs, we need to thank our new Patreon supporter. Did, wait. So, Jessica All, my yeah. BFF. Also... Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jess. Thanks for being a Patreon supporter. I can't wait to come get drunk at your house tomorrow. Also, I don't know if we gave Cody a shout out for being a Patreon supporter. We did. No, we did last We did. Last okay. episode. Well, then ignore that. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. You the bomb. Thank you. As soon as we get stickers, we'll get an extra one for subscribing early. Yo, yo. supporting early. Um. So, what's the topic tonight? Do you want me to tell them before you read your spooky stories? No. I mean, <laughs> no, I won't do this. I'll, I won't do this story. Okay, okay. Maybe so, at the end. I don't know. We're talking about good old Waverly Hills Sanatorium. What? Waverly Hills. Oh, I brought the notes for the next one. Are you kidding me? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I just got so angry. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, uh, you're definitely an expert on this topic. I love Waverly. Yeah. That's why I picked it. I was like, we need to do it. Well, actually, Cody gave the no, I mean, like, suggestion. <laughs> just decided on it this week. Okay, so the land that sits on top of what is now East Pages, 
which is literally right down an the eighth of a mile from me, was originally purchased. Am I okay? Was originally <laughs> purchased by Major Thomas H. Hayes in 1883. He had bought the land for his large family. He had one daughter from a previous marriage in which his wife passed away. Oh. Oh. Hmm? That that must have been a ghost or something. (laughs) He had bought the land for them, but his wife passed away. But then he ended up having a few kids from his second marriage. So anyways, they loved they they bought this land and they farmed on it. They loved it with the exception of there was no schools close. And by close, I want to say that there was a school 3 miles away, but that wasn't close. That's back in the day where 3 miles was like 3 days. I don't think that's how it works, but <laughs> But I mean, if, that, I mean, the, uh, yeah, by horseback, maybe a little faster, but have you ever walked 3 are miles? Are we okay? <laughs> Ryan, 3 miles. <laughs> I thought you said 30 miles. Three. So one day he was just taking in the scenery, you know, probably drinking a cold one on the porch. And he noticed a little one room building across the way that wasn't being used for anything. So he talked to the neighbor that owned it and the property that it was on. And they agreed to use it as a schoolhouse for all the neighborhood kids. Neighborhood, quote, being. Mostly his daughter. Yeah. His daughters. Remember, he had yeah. more from his second marriage. And, like, that farmer's kid. But, on that same note, I also read that he built the small schoolhouse. That's what I read, too. Yeah, was... So, I read that he built it, and then I read that it was already there, but on a neighbor's property. Hmm. Like, a property line. So, is this the hillside, like, right here? Yeah. With the house for sale? That big no, 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 no. No, no, no. That's on Dixie. That's this way. It's, oh, it's the hillside okay. that Waverly is on now. Because I was looking at older pictures, and there's like when Dick's like the, you can see the railroad mm-hmm. back in the day, and I, I guessing like the original Dixie Highway, and I was trying to like picture it from then to now, like where well, it, the original Dixie Highway is in the same spot. You were probably looking at East Pages. Oh. Yeah, because I mean Dixie Highway sense. hasn't moved. You never know. <laughs> Good old Californians. So the major hired Elizabeth, also known as Lizzie Harris, to teach the kids, and he allowed her to board at their farm. So she had the life. I mean, she just had to teach kids, and she got a place to live. They probably fed her and everything since they farmed. Yeah. You know? Did it say how how many acres? No. Hmm. I mean, it probably did. Lizzie's favorite author was Sir Walter Scott, and one day while she was reading on their porch, she decided to name her school Waverly after the Sir Walter Scott series. How cute. Yep. So the major agreed because, after all, the the school was on, quote, waving hills. So he thought it fit. You know, like waving hills. Oh, like do the wave? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then he just decided to name the entire farm Waverly Hills. Then sometime in the early 1900s, the major was approached by the Tuberculosis Board of Louisville, which I didn't know was a thing. Tuberculosis Board of Louisville. Because of the summer humidity in Ohio River right here, the Louisville was like a perfect breeding ground for the bacteria that made up tuberculosis. Like swampy humidity. Yeah. He agreed and he sold his farm to them in 1908 and he moved closer to the city. Sadly, he passed a year later hmm. on November 10th of 1909. I read his obituary that was in the paper. Probably tuberculosis. <laughs> right. That was not funny. Uh, <laughs> well, he's not with us anymore. He can't like... I literally live right here, and if somebody, if some ghost comes knocking on my bedroom door, I'm going to know why. My bad. So he died a year later on November 10th of 1909. From what I read, I didn't write any of it down, but like he had done a lot of cool things. He was a good guy. Like here in town? Yeah. Like he was known around town. I think he, he built like the first strip club or some river girls down there. 
hot legs. <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah, one of those. Uh, yeah, I got nineteen ten. They start. They built like the first little. Yep. Construction of the hospital would begin in nineteen oh eight, but the two story hospital that was built to accommodate forty fifty people opened for business in July. Uh, on July twenty sixth of nineteen ten. Did you have something different? No, that's what I was. I was just gonna say um, that same picture I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy to see how like rural it was, like from where it is, like towards downtown, like right. It's like legit countryside. It's okay, I'll edit that out. <laughs> Our live audience just wanted to put input that it was 150 acres. Oh, thank you, Cody. <laughs> so thank you, Cody. We need, we need some live fact checkers all the time. No, that's a terrible idea because with them being in here, you are showing your ass even more than you usually do. <laughs> I think it's so, just the Bud Light. Yeah, but the Bud Light. So in 1912, a hospital opened on the premises for advanced cases that was separate from the one for early cases with the 40 to 50 people. So I read multiple different accounts on this too. Because last time I researched this, I read that they just kept building on to the hospital. This time when I researched, it said that they were building adjoining separate buildings mm-hmm. so the second building was born born was built in 1912 and was made to house about 40 patients then a children's ward was added in 1914 with 50 beds this would mean the capacity was around 130 but the clinic was way overfold way overfilled well, this is the the building like down the hill to the left a little bit you see in the picture, if you're looking at like the, the big structure that everyone knows, you know, like the famous, I think it's our cover, <laughs> our cover photo. Yeah. I took that picture. Oh, you did personally? Yeah. Oh, sick. But I'm saying like the smaller building, I think that's, that's the one I'm just like fact checking you. Continue. Thanks. <laughs> So the facility had its own post office as well as veggie garden and water supply, and it was self-sustaining. That could have been one of the buildings you were talking about. Oh, you're see that's the issue as you said was at the little building on the left, but they had their own post office. They had a uh, washroom. They had water treatment. Plant. Exactly. <laughs> what what little building are we talking about, Ryan? I, I think I was like a medium size building. <laughs> Is it attached to the the big hospital? No. Okay. So, when doctors and nurses came to Waverly, they had to part with their families to be sure the disease stayed contained. They literally devoted their entire lives, which is weird if you think about it, because these doctors and nurses had to live in Waverly Hills, not the hospital, but on the grounds. Well, they had to give up everything like... Home life. The families did, too. Right, but Waverly allowed visitors. Only... uh, not all the time, was it? Not all the time, but does it really make a difference? No. I mean, if you think about it now, if you're exposed to COVID, you're exposed to COVID. Yeah. Anyways, I just didn't think that made sense, but... What, having visitors? It. I just think it should have been either or. I don't think they shouldn't have been allowed to have visitors, but if it can spread through visitors, or if, if they feel the need to keep nurses contained, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but like they're still figuring this disease out. So they right. Don't, I, mean, I don't want to say either way because I think it's imperative for people to be around loved ones, especially because that was part of the treatment here was like yeah. positive influence from families. Well, like I was looking at some pictures from that time period of like in the city level. And back then people were fucking dirty, like trash on the side of their house and just like throwing waste and shit outside like i'm just saying like hygiene wasn't really a priority i mean are you just saying here or in general no in general then that time period what they don't have what we have now you know so yeah but because i read like the nurses were educating like we're going out educating people on how to take care of themselves so this is a uh not fun a weird little side note i've written down (laughs) 
So the children's ward wasn't only sick kids. It was also children of the sick. So if you and Des both were sick and had to go in the hospital, your kids would go in the children's ward, even though they're not sick. So they'd be exposed to all the sick kids. Isn't that weird? Did they just assume they're going to get sick? Or? No, I just don't think they had anything else to do with the kids. Oh, oh. no, like social workers to come like, take care of them? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I'm just telling you my facts and you're making me look dumb. <laughs> no, I'm just like conversating with you. So finally in March of 1924, construction began for a more advanced building made to house around 400 patients total. This hospital opened for services October 17th of 1926. For 35 years, it was considered one of the most well-equipped hospitals. Then, in 1961, an antibiotic was introduced to cure tuberculosis, which rendered the hospital useless. Hmm. In 1962, the hospital was opened as Woodhaven Medical Services. This was a geriatric facility that was eventually closed by the state... Hint, hint, in 1981. The building would sit empty until 2001 when Charles and Tina Mattingly purchased the property. In 2003, the Waverly Hills Historic Society was announced. Also, side note, my aunt, my uncle Dale's wife, Renee, she's on the board. Mm. Sick. Yep. Um, with the sole purpose of preserving and restoring the hospital, the end plans are to turn the hospital into a hotel, conference center, and museum because they want it to be functional. Like, they want it to be something that the community has given to, but that it'll also give back to the community, mm. which I think is cool. So, now that we're up to speed on the deets, the facts. Wait, did you hear one of the geriatric center? Did you hear the stories about... I haven't um, got there yet. Oh, I didn't, oh. Oh, you mentioned it. I thought, like... You just breeze over. I said hint, hint. Oh. Hint, hint. So now that we're up to speed on the facts, we get to talk about the legend stories and some rumors that are believed to be true but not recorded. Favorite part. <laughs> okay, so some treatments. The most common treatment was just fresh air. Waverly had plenty of this because they had open-aired hallways that they would wheel patients out to. The bitter side of the treatment was that they'd wheel you out there in the middle of winter. What? Yeah, they'd wheel them out there in the middle of winter. Fuck that. So snow would just pile up on them. But they thought fresh air was a treatment. What the f I mean, they'd put blankets on them, but what does that really do when you're piled in snow? I, know. I mean, it was covered. The airway was covered, but I'll post a picture of it. I took a picture of it. Like as. Oh, okay. I think I know what picture you're talking about. Yeah. Uh oh. Thought I had to sneeze. Bless you. Rona. And then there was, Des is going to correct me on this, on both of these, when she listens, a lobectomy and a pneumectomy, <laughs> which was removing a whole lung or infected parts of a lung. I've seen that. Yeah. Crazy. There was the phrenic nerve crush which basically they would cut the entire nerve supply to one lung so that it would stop working but it still had blood supply so that it could heal without having to work is that wild and they didn't really have like pain no medication back no then. these I, people were tough I forget I think I was watching a video and they use like cocaine or something I'm serious. I'm not joking on this one. Like, no, like, just in general back then for surgeries and shit, they would either get you drunk or get you fucked up on something. That reminds me of, like, how they say you put whiskey on a baby's gums when they're teething to make them go to oh, sleep. My yeah. mom probably did that. I think we did that. <laughs> it works. And that's how I'm living in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Then there was heliotherapy or sun treatment, which basically they thought red light therapy would heal different types of tuberculosis. So in Waverly, there's, I think they called it the red room, where it was literally just lights and they'd wheel patients in there and they'd sit under these lights. It's like the first tanning room, tanning bed. I mean, I guess so in a way. 
I wonder if that caused further issues. Like if probably yeah. skin cancer, right? Like all that shit. Right. I also remember the tour guide telling me, and I couldn't find any of this online or any part of this online. I also remember the tour guide telling me that it would only work on specific parts of your body that were infected by tuberculosis, but I don't remember what they were. Then there was, Ooh, I'm really going to butcher this one. You know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say the the removing of one or multiple ribs so they could collapse a lung. (laughs) 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 Most patients would have to endure more than one procedure with this because when they, when it got to this point where they had to remove ribs, it was normally multiple ribs and they would only remove a few at a time. So they would remove a few, sew you back up, let you heal for a few weeks and then open you back up and take more ribs. No, nope. because just... the doctor thought it was too risky to take them all at once. And I'm like, well, isn't it a little risky to open them right back up? I mean, if they're not, if they're young, do it all at once. Ryan, the doctor. Ryan, yeah. the tuberculosis expert. <laughs> Ryan, the rib remover. I traveled back in time. Then there was a balloon dilation. Oh, that's my favorite one. Which is where they would insert balloons in their lungs and manually make them breathe. Why, why is that your favorite? That sounds terrible. I mean, just like picturing it, like your Ew. chest open, putting a balloon in there. Yeah, they it's did a, that. It reminds me of like... Who who thought of that? No. Who, who thought of that? Some crazy guy. I mean... But it reminds me of like the movie Saw, like, you know, just like <sighs> gory on the table. God, I... One little Ugh. one little light hanging over a table. It's just like that's literally what the OR room was too. Just one yeah. big old light hanging. So yeah, yeah, they'd manly manually make them breathe with balloons, which just and there probably wasn't any successful like. Did they even prove that did anything? I'm I'm sure that there were success stories because all of these were listed as them doing like multiple procedures. So I don't think uh, that they would do. Multiple, multiple, multiple if they weren't working. Well, I mean, they could have. Experimenting. Right, because nothing really worked until they got the cure, so I guess you're right. (laughs) So then Woodhaven. The facility was extremely understaffed and overpopulated, but was also supposedly very neglectful. I read about good old electroshock therapy. Mm. Is that what you wanted to mention? No. Okay. Well, I read about electroshock therapy. There's no records of it. Uh-huh. I don't think there's any records of it, but it's pretty well known that that was one of the treatments that they used, which is... That reminds me of American Horror Story. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I'm just like, I just can't imagine the pain. Yeah. Not to mention, it's a geriatric facility. So, like, these people are most likely at end-of-life stages. Mm-hmm. They could definitely make a series there. Like American Horror Story. Oh my goodness, oh, yeah. Perfect. That would be badass. Perfect building. No, I was gonna say, uh, I just heard like they're like beating old people there and Yeah, but I think that happens like no, torture. No tea, no shade, but I think that happens at a lot of geriatric places. Like today? Oh yeah. What? Yeah. Oh we're that's crazy. Yeah. Not not that that's a whole nother episode. Because like I guess it depends. Conspiracy episode? Not really conspiracy. There's like videos of nur- like AIDS and everything. Not necessarily nurses. Yeah. But, and I guess it depends on what your idea of neglect is and abuse mm. is. But in my mind, cringe. Yeah, we should go uh, kick, kick some doors down at these places. Right. You ain't going to talk about old people like that. Yeah. You ain't going to be mean to my old people like that. Come in with a camera crew and everything. Right. Which I know like when people have sundowners and stuff, they get violent, but dang, they don't know. They don't know they're doing anything. Okay. <clears throat> Do you have anything else you want to talk about before I get to the spooky stuff? Um, I mean, out of all the treatment stuff, all the experimenting, I, th- I th- honestly think they're just better off getting fresh air. Another thing that they were really keen on was like positive, positive attitudes. Hmm. Like 
family visiting and being positive, just being positive in general. Just, yeah, like comforting them. Yeah. Yeah. Also making sure the patients stay positive. Okay, let's talk about spooky stuff. Okay. So I want to start with the most famous. What do you think it is? You're going to say, you're going to say a room and that's not what I'm talking about. Ah, damn it. I was going to say, uh, can I have room 502 for 200, please? No. The body shoot. Oh. The body shoot. Yeah. Now, locally, 502 is the most known, but I don't know about outside of Kentucky, outside of Louisville. Mm. Um, so, the body shoot death tunnel. It was originally a 500-foot tunnel built to haul supplies up. On one side are steps, and on the other side is a ramp. But eventually, the tunnel was used for bodies. Death. Yeah, death bodies. Death bodies. Oh, I was just going to say that. (laughs) Okay, so, so many people were dying daily that the staff didn't want morale to drop because they were all about positive attitudes. And they're like, well, these people will see all these people coming out of the morgue. Mm. Their attitudes are going to go down. Morale's going to be low. Keep them hidden. Yeah, so... Well, I'm on out. The staff would wheel the corpses. You mean roll them on down? Down the tunnel so other patients couldn't see. The death tunnel, I don't know how to describe it besides just being really freaking heavy feeling. Well, it's like it's concrete. How long? Did it say how long? 500 it was? foot. Yeah. Which I feel like it was longer. I feel like the air inside of that would. Yeah. it's. I don't have any other words besides heavy it's really long you can't see the bottom it's really dark and the air is thick and when you walk down or up the steps because it's so steep it doesn't look steep at all Mm -hmm. but it's so steep that you feel like you're being pressed on your chest or your back when you're walking up and down how far down did you go that was on the is it on the tour like i've had i've went on a few tours but yeah i went down maybe like um 15 steps on my short tour mm-hmm. yeah it was heavy um the one of the tour guys gods had told us that there was one time that they had the, their back to the the body shoot mm-hmm. and everybody was looking at them while they were talking looking at the tour guide and he was just talking about it just explaining what it was used for and all that and everybody's face on the tour got white Flushed, oh man and they all started backing up and the tour guy was like what and they're like there's some guy running up here <laughs> so they all he turned around and it wasn't there and then he turned back around and the whole tour was like had ran holy crap yeah that didn't happen with me there that was just a story that he told me so so let's talk numbers i'll get back to the spooky stuff but let's talk numbers well we don't have them <laughs> like total deaths yeah some people state up to 63,000 people died there, and others state less than 6,000 passed there. Either way, that's a lot of deaths, especially considering the hospital's morgue is maybe a 12 by 15 foot room, if I remember right. And then there were, so there were, I guess the correct term is like, I don't know what the correct term is, like the body drawers that are in morgues, you know what I'm saying? The drawers. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe five or six in there. Dang. In the whole hospital. I feel like someone fucked up on planning. <laughs> Y'all didn't do the math right. We're building that place. like. Uh. Yeah. So, um, fun fact about the morgue. When I went on our overnight tour, because I stayed the night there, I had an EMF meter in my backpack. And we walked in the morgue and it started going crazy. And we had probably been there three hours by this point and it hadn't gone off at all. And we go into the morgue and it goes off like crazy. And I'm, I get it out of the backpack and I'm like moving it along the wall and along just things to see if it acts any different. It wouldn't turn off. And I go out, come back in, wouldn't turn off. Well, then I walk down to the body chute. It stops. And then I walk back up to the morgue and it, it it's not going off. And I walk what in the, the morgue, all over the morgue, and it won't come on. And it didn't come on the rest of the night. Man. Yeah. It's probably because they had just bodies stacked up in there at one time. Isn't that... Ugh. I mean, <sighs> you, know, it's, you never know what it was like. Also, a really weird detail that I remember from my tours is there's alcohol in the morgue. Like, bottles of, like, whiskey. Because... 
Like old back in the day? Yeah, because oh, it was from Prohibition. So they'd had it. Oh. They'd had it and bring it in like doctors. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, we need some party people. That's what they probably built that shoot for. It. The good stuff. Alcohol. Yeah. Bring that up so no one could see. <laughs> so when you walk past the cafeteria, I didn't experience this, but many people say they smell fresh bread. Oh, I, I read some stuff on like that. A lot of people <clears throat> say they smell fresh bread. And if y'all saw the cafeteria... It's like Subway up in there. <laughs> it's like there's nothing standing. It's all like crumbled and oh, that's what I meant. Not uh, Subway. Was, but that's okay. <laughs> they understand. I was going a different direction. And then there's Timmy. Did you read about, about Timmy? I do. I got some. Do you want to tell him about got it? Got some nuts. Um, so what I found was he was like a little six or seven year old who passed away while he was at the hospital and said, they said, um, he's died so young with his whole life ahead of him that his soul is trapped there. And, um, many have said to have been in Timmy's presence, like on the tours and stuff by seeing an old toy ball rolling around on its own, claiming it is him playing with it. Yep, yeah. so Timmy, there's no record of him. There's yeah. no record oh, yeah. of Timmy at all, but it said that he was a young boy that passed away there. And if I remember right, it was e it's either on the second or third or both floors that he rolls the ball around. And people take him toy toy balls. Yeah, I read that too. They actually have to like throw them away every now and again because so many people bring them and leave them. Is there like an original ball there? I didn't see one. Oh, okay. I didn't see one, but I picture this like leather Yeah, that's thing. what I was saying, yeah, like an old, but yeah. no, it was just like, you know, the rubber ones from Walmart that I saw. Yeah. So there's videos of this too, but what's ironic to me is the fifth floor was a children's ward. So I don't know why he's on the second and third mm. floor. Probably Roman. Yeah, probably living his best life. The fifth floor's chilly. Okay, now can we talk about the our area? Our, uh, I'm not there yet. Oh, okay. okay. I'm excited. <laughs> On any given floor, you'll see shadow people. If you oh, walk down the fuck. hall. What? You that, that's my favorite one. Do the doppel doppelgangers? Is that what you're no, talking about? No. Oh, okay. No, but I'm glad you took notes on that because I didn't. Oh, but they okay. are shadow people. That, that's Cody, my favorite one. Were you there when we saw the shadow people? So when you're on a tour. Did they touch you? No. Violate you? <laughs> yeah. I'm just they, checking. I'm just checking. <laughs> so when you're on a tour, what they do is they ask for a volunteer to walk down the the hallway with your arms out. In Hell a tee, like no. this. No. And then the rest of the group just watches and they're like, okay, just watch. And the person will start walking away. And I shit you not, people, shadow people walk out of doorways and just start walking with them. I shit you not. No And I'm way. not talking about like one here, one there. I'm talking about like damn near every doorway. People just, and they'll turn around and walk back towards you and you can still see them. What about like all the little mirrors they have set up? So They don't have mirrors. Oh, okay. I thought Who was... told you that? I just, I just like... They don't have mirrors. I don't believe that. <laughs> like, I don't really believe in ghosts or anything until like I experience it. You know, it's hard to like put myself. There. Cody, what? You saw him, didn't you? Yeah, we seen him, and we had the OR door slam. Yeah, I'll the get room. there. I'll get there too. Yeah. So you, I mean, you can see even even when somebody doesn't have to be walking down the hall, you'll see shadow people without looking. Hmm. If you let your, the it, the problem is a lot of people don't let their eyes adjust. Like your wife, she came on the overnight tour oh, with us and yeah. she had her flashlight on the whole time. When you do that, you can't see anything. You well, have to let your eyes adjust to the dark. That's because she's blind. No, she was scared shitless and wouldn't let go oh, of my okay, arm. Yeah. That too, yeah. So yeah, you can see shadow people and that's like everywhere. Okay, so now do you want to go ahead and talk about your doppelgangers? Yeah, it's my favorite one. Um like the nickname for that, like double walkers. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Um, said to be a type of spirit that can mimic appearance, sounds and mannerisms of anyone it encounters. Tour guides have reported these experiences while giving tours. Fuck that. Yeah. So when you go on tours or 
when you go on tours, you have a uh, overnight. You don't have a tour guide, but when you go on two hour or historic tours, you have a tour guide and a caboose, right? So oh, somebody yeah, at the beginning, somebody at the end. Yeah. Caboose is normally here. Like I've heard multiple stories of the caboose here in the tour guide. Yeah. Even though it's not the tour guide talking. Oh, yeah. shit. So they'll be at the end of the tour, you know, just lollygagging and they'll yeah. hear behind them the tour guide, even though the tour guide's way ahead of them. That's creepy. Yeah. So then there's the solarium, which is the open hallway where they would let people, they'd roll people out for fresh air. And it runs the length of the building and it's creepy itself if you just look at it. So there's a story of two sisters that were there and one of the sisters healed well, the other one passed away. And mm. They were twins. Many people have recordings of the sister that passed away calling for the sister that lived. Damn. Like, yeah. That sucks. And in, I can't remember their names, but I took a picture of the closet in their room because people leave her gifts. People leave her flowers and ponytail holders. Where, uh, was that like first floor? Like, I want to say third. Just a big ass hallway. Or what did you say? Open room? Solarium? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a um a massive porch. Oh. Yeah. Y'all don't fact y'all can fact check me on what floor she lived on, but I can't remember. All right, the fifth floor. The long awaited. Dun, dun. The fifth floor was a children's ward, and if I remember correctly, the other side was for The crazies. Or people that the tuberculosis attached attack their brain, I guess. I, I was just joking, <laughs> dude. I, I didn't no. know. Seriously? No, no, no. Yeah, really, oh, really, fuck. So, ironic, right? They put the children with the people that the tuberculosis had oh, moved to their brain. Yeah, like you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal. So, the story goes that a nurse committed suicide in room 502. Oh, we need to put a trigger warning on this. Trigger warning, trigger now that warning. I already said it. Um, Did you know that's our area code? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, when I, was, when I was researching it, I was like, 502. Do you remember earlier when I said that 502 is only most popular in, like, Louisville people? Oh, that makes oh. sense. Oh, shit. Oh. No, but, like, me not knowing shit about Waverly when I was, like, Reading about room 502, I was like, 502. Oh, shit, that's, that's the beginning of my code. phone number. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Why did they copy the beginning of my phone Some number? Some kind of coincidence right there. So the story goes that the nurse committed suicide in room 502, but staff will tell you otherwise. Room 502 was actually a bathroom. What? Yep. I didn't see that. It was actually a bathroom. The nurse did hang herself, but it was in the hall outside of the bathroom. Staff believe that the nurse had fallen pregnant by a doctor and was forced into an abortion mm -hmm. and didn't want to live anymore, so she committed suicide. Sadly, there was a fetus found in a nearby stream. So another story, like personal experience about the 502. Before any of us knew that, any of us on the tour knew that sh she didn't commit suicide in 502, we all walked upstairs. Cody, were you there for this part? And we all stood in a circle. Like, in, in the room? No. it's oh. So when you get up the steps, it was the nurse's station. So it's like this big open area. Probably the size of like the front half of the garage. And then room 502 is in front of you to the left. So we all stood in like a circle. Not on purpose. We just did it. And my uncle was the tour guide that night. And he was like, so I'm sure you all heard that the nurse committed suicide in 502. And we were all like, yeah. And he was like, well, joke's on you guys because she committed suicide right in the middle of where you all, you all are all standing. And for whatever reason, every time we bring a tour up here, they all stand in a circle around where she committed oh, suicide. Oh, man. Yeah. And like, we were all like, what? Because everybody thinks she committed suicide in 502. Everybody thinks it's a room, but really it's a two-stall bathroom. Hmm. Unless I changed it. The more you know. No, why would they put a bathroom in there? Hmm. I mean, is there evidence that she hung herself out there? Yeah, there's a there's a, a fixture there. Uh, okay. There's nowhere to hang yourself in. I mean, I guess 
there is in 502. But as a kid growing up, I was always told she hung herself in the doorway of 502. Mm. And there was no way to do that. Yeah, I got... um, I found a little more on like that rumor about the nurse. Um, Tell me about it. It wasn't unheard of. Many, many, many nurses slept with many doctors. Yeah, like, so she was unmarried and said to be having an intimate relationship with... A married doctor. Yes, a married doctor. And I think his name was Alan, was it? Some, I don't know. Something like that. Um, you know what that reminds me of? What? Do you know that video of the woodchuck? And he's like, Alan, Alan, Alan. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is this another TikTok thing? No, it's not a TikTok. I think it's from Vaughn. Alan, Alan. And then he goes, oh, Steve. Steve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. Um, dude, when we start doing video, we, we need to put, like, put clips of stuff like that. And that'd be so funny. Um, Alan, Steve. Uh, oh, yeah. So the doctor is married to um and okay so they said the doctor was the one who killed her because obviously oh he didn't want his wife running out he knocked her up and made it look like a suicide because she okay yeah she just got knocked up or whatever um and he didn't want to have the kid mm. yeah and then something about are you sure that wasn't the one that got the nurse that fell out of the window are we talking about the same one no okay no, oh, I heard about that one. No, that was a yeah. different one. But like they said, like she off, like she offered to. Either he offered or she offered to like. Like go west or something and wait for him, and then never. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. So there was another nurse, and I didn't take notes on this because there's not enough evidence. But there's another nurse that was said to have, either been pushed out the window or fallen out of the window. Yeah, I read on that one. <clears throat> Okay, so people, this one really gets my heart. Is it a kid? No, it's a dog. Oh, I didn't see any animal stuff. Well, so people often see a homeless man and his dog walking towards the elevators, like homeless from our time. Oh, okay. But there's no homeless man nor any elevators left. Rumor has it a homeless man passed away there, and from what I read... There is record of it and also some evidence pointing to it being occult practices. Like, hmm. yeah. So, basically, he s- saw resort. Like, he seeked resort in the building. Uh, yeah. So, he, you know, lived there with his dog. I believe a golden retriever. And that was also the hangout spot for badass kids like my mom and dad. Yeah. Little baby kids. Yeah. Not that, not that my parents were in a cult or anything, but like, people would sneak up there. Kids would sneak up there. Yeah. So, people also often hear the dog walking, like his little nails on the ground. That's creepy. Yeah, but there's no dog. But I couldn't find anything, on, like any information on the dog passing away. Wow. But I, if I remember right, I saw a video of Tina, the owner, talking about seeing and hearing the dog. Tina. Sad. Yeah, the oh, owner. Oh. Current the owner? Mattingly's. Mm-hmm. Did you read about the creeper? Uh, I did. I didn't write anything down. but. No. <laughs> so creeper. the creeper is a demonic creature that crawls like a spider. What's what's the movie? The Ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawls like, like that. that. <coughs> yeah, that's, that scares me. Like crunching as it goes. Um, it said when you see the creature, you freeze in terror and it crawls on the ceiling and walls towards you. Or The Grudge, that movie. Yeah, scared the, the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, and it's it's malevolent. It's evil. Ah. Yeah, so it crawls on all fours towards you. and. Was it like someone that was there, stayed there or something? Died there? Um. I'm guessing, yeah. I don't know because there's a difference in like spirits and demons. So oh. a demon is just like really negative in general and was never a uh, human oh, okay so no i'm sure it just fed off all the negative energy that was in the building yeah and that's why it's there makes sense yep so another story is about the ghost of not the ghost but it's a ghost story about a teen that snuck in with an axe yeah 
This is what? one of my favorite stories because it's it's wild, and like it's tangible. There's like evidence. Oh, okay. So, teens would break in all the time, like I said, and this was when the Mattingleys had already purchased the property and they were kind of just hanging out on it. I think they were doing not renovations, but cleaning the place up a little bit to get it ready for tours and shit. They heard screaming or security heard screaming. So they ran in and I believe it was the fourth floor. Every hallway, there's a door to get into the hallway and out of the hallway, right? Oh, okay. It's just a swinging door. Like you just push on it or pull on it. Yeah. He had got stuck inside of the hallway and couldn't get back out to the stairway, Hmm. which you would just push to get out. You just push. So the staff ran up there and they opened the door and they're like, what is going on? And there's 12 axe marks where this kid was hitting the door trying to get it to open and it wouldn't open. There's no lock on it. There's no nothing. And it's easy to open. I mean, they let us all open it and you can just open it. And he said that he was being chased by multiple things and he couldn't get out. And there's like axe marks all over this door. And literally if you hit it, if you hit it with an axe, it would pop open. Like it, you just push it. Probably the creeper. I don't know. Chasing them. I don't know. But it's so that's it's wild. That's part of the tour. They show you that. Yeah, that's wild. Do you do you remember seeing that? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. Because you just push the door open. It's just like walking into a restaurant or walking out of a restaurant. It's you just push it. Yeah. It's metal, but you just push it. Huh. Also, on our historic tour that Cody was on, we all walked in the operating room. We were all just kind of looking around. It was still daylight. And the door slams closed. And we were probably in there a good like five minutes before it closed. And our tour guide had to radio the caboose. Like, come on us out. And we were like, I didn't. But there were people on our tour that were trying to debunk it. And we couldn't get the door to close again. No way. Nothing. We couldn't get it to close again. Oh, fuck. Yep. So they... so. They have like a day tour and a night tour? Yeah. So they have historic two-hour tours where you go and it's guided the whole time. Or there's a six-hour tour that I think is $75 and you go with, I think, 25 people. And at first it's guided like basically just to get you out of the washroom area Mm -hmm. and then they just turn you loose. What? Yep. Yeah, they Hell no, no. You have free run of the place. I want the most safest tour with and like then, police escort. And then also, um, you can rent the whole place out for a grand for the six hour overnight. And then you're the only people in there. I, I just thought of an idea. I'm already doing it. I already, I know when the release date is literally no, what mean, time like, it is. If we get like 10 people to go, it'd be a hundred dollars each. If we get our ten, our first ten Patreons, we do like a podcast thing. Yeah, but they gotta pay for it. We don't have a grand, Ryan. I mean, like, no, we invite them. Like, come join your podcast. Yeah, but we can't pay for it. No, they would. I mean, they would pay for it, but like, it'd be cool to do it with our fans. Yeah, it would be. Jessica would not come. Or just have to kidnap her or something. I don't know. You won't even go. Hell, I would. Yeah, <laughs> she she would. She went the first time, but she, I'm pretty sure we talked about it and she was like, there's no way I could go on an overnight. I would go just because I don't believe in half You don't of believe in it? No. Like until I see something. I really want to go. With so how do you become a, a tour guide? Oh, do you, do you mean tell them how yeah. you become a tour guide? So to become a tour guide. Paid? No, not paid. It's volunteer. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But to become a tour guide, you have to walk up and down every single hall in every single room all the way up to the fifth floor with no flashlight. And then you have to radio down that you made it. And then you have to walk all the way back down by yourself, all by yourself with no flashlight. What? Yeah. You have to walk up and down all five floors alone. Dude, sign me up. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, 
don't know. I think it's badass that Renee did that. Fuck. Yeah, that's badass. So yeah. Is Overall, there a safe word? Uh, no, you gotta run back down to the washroom. That's your safe word. What do you no, mean? I can't do that. So overall, Waverly is really haunted. I don't care what anybody says. As soon as you walk in, you feel presences with you, but I've never gotten any bad vibes there. The only way I can explain it is as soon as I get there, I just feel like I'm at home. What? I know it sounds weird, but really, it's Some, like... Something's wrong with you, Bailey. <laughs> it's like, I'm not saying it's cozy there, but it's comfortable. Like, I'm not uncomfortable there. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. So yeah, Waverly does two-hour historic tours as well as a six-hour overnight tour, or you can rent the place for a grand. They also run a, a haunted house that is not scary. They're working on it. I'm sure it'll get yeah. better. So go to the realwaverlyhills.com for more information and book your tour. I'm not telling y'all when they come out. After I book my tour, then I'll tell y'all. Are they doing like it? They're not doing anything this year, right? Or did they shut everything down? Because of Rona? I know they did the haunted house. You just had to buy tickets online oh, and they okay. spaced it out properly. I don't know about the Rona, like with tour guides or with tours. I'll have to look it up. Hopefully next year is better. I know. You got spooky stories? No. I mean, I kind of went over them. But the one that I was going to read, um, the guy said like he felt like, like there was a presence. Oh, yeah. you. Like, I mean, you walk in and you feel you ain't alone. Yeah, not during the daylight, but as soon as the sun goes down, you're like, damn, I'm in here. Dude, like when I feel like I'm going to get, I'm going to chupacabra myself. Like, have you heard Brent talk about that? <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like when he described it on, on, on his episode, like that is so true. Like I would get up to go get something to drink in the kitchen and like, I know nothing's there, but. I'll run as fast as I can back to my room. Just so oh, like like when I go downstairs to do the laundry and I come running back up in case something's chasing me yes, up the steps. Yes, yes, I feel like Cody I would... did that last week <laughs> because oh the God. fan the fan yeah. unplugged itself, so he came running up the steps really fast. <laughs> it's like you get this like little you get this feeling. I'm yeah. like, and then I, maybe it's like my mental issues, but then once I'm like. Well, now that you think you're scared, you have to be scared and you have to run. And if you yeah. don't run, you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. You're going to die. Like I'm pouring, I'm like making my chocolate milk. I'm like, Ryan, stop being a little bitch. Stop being a little bitch. There's nothing there. I just fucking yeah. take off running. Also, another thing that happened <laughs> is I went with my work mom and she had like cameras. She had a lot of cameras with a lot of batteries and literally five minutes in one of the cameras died oh, and she fuck. gets home and reviews the pictures and there's a face in a picture on that camera Damn. that died five minutes in and it looks like saw, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It looks like no saw. way. Yeah. Oh fuck. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like a white, it, it doesn't look like it lo doesn't look human. It's like, it looks like a white mask. Distorted kind of, kind of. Yeah. So how many times have you been there? Or like on a tour. Too many already. Three yeah, or four, I think. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. I love it. It's nice. They have gargoyles. They sell merchandise, right? They do. Shirts and stuff. Yep, we have shirts. That's cool. If you if you the, the next ten people to subscribe on Patreon go in a drawing and I'll buy you a Waverly Hills shirt. All right, we'll set that up and post it on Facebook. That's a good idea. The first ten. I shouldn't say the next ten, the first ten. Sick. But that's Cody. He already has a shirt. He's bummed. Look at him. Aw. <laughs> Aw man. So yeah. I we'll found set that up. Uh, um I've been doing research on the stickers. Pretty sure printer cheap's the way to go option because i like i compared like four different ones hmm. and that their name says it all sick yeah so hopefully that's coming soon yeah anything else on waverly nope follow us on instagram the official conspiracy burrito um go check out average fellows podcast friends of ours supporters you gonna tell them the Facebook? Oh, 
He yeah. doesn't remember it. He just picked up his phone. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook.com slash the conspiracy burrito. Backslash. Yeah. Conspiracy burrito. Um, Patreon. Do you remember that one? Patreon.com backslash the official conspiracy <laughs> burrito. I'm pretty sure both ways ours comes up, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Support. Help us get our name out there. Yeah. It just even interacting with us on social media helps a lot because that shares it on other people. Not shares it, but it shares it on timelines and stuff like that. Yeah. Even so, just liking our pictures helps. Yeah. Share it. Like it. Talk to us. Let us know what you want to hear because y'all know we're down to cover y'all's topics. Just don't come up with excuses like Chris does for trying to support us, you know. Bro, yeah, it doesn't work. Chris told me that if I made chocolate chip cookies the other day, he would support us on Patreon. And I made chocolate chip cookies while well, I started to make them. And he said, oh, my card declined. So I didn't make them. Cody did. It didn't work. It didn't let me support soap. Well, yeah, we we so. take cash, too. Yeah, we take cash. You're drinking my beer. <laughs> he said, you're <laughs> drinking my beer. <laughs> okay, let us know what y'all want to hear. Peace All out, right. Girl Scout. Later, Gator. Transmission terminated.